Let's do it with vigor. Let's do it with diligence. Let's do it with resolution. Let's do, let's do it well. We need to encourage one another to, to, to do his, his good work in our lives, in, in, in everything we do at Great Parks. To be united as a church, building his kingdom. Building his church, not so much the physical walls, or as, as we looked at this passage this evening, the physical walls of Jerusalem, but building his people. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's encouraging words. He will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We need to encourage one another. Encourage one another to grow in our faith. And encourage one another to share the good news of salvation. It is scary going out to, to, to share the good news. But we need to encourage one another to do that. Help each other um, in, 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 doing, in sharing the good news. Nehemiah went on to say, I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me. This made me think as well um, about what Nehemiah was saying and about maybe the things that maybe I do or the things that we all do. Um, and you know, do, do, we, do we do this? Do we come to Great Parks each week? Do we meet up with, with other Christian friends during the week and encourage one another? Do we say, oh, you know, the gracious hand of my God is working in my life in this way? You know, God really spoke to me this in, in my morning reading doing this. I was challenged this week by this and this and this. And it's about how we grow together as a, as a church, isn't it? It's about how we grow together as individual believers. Because we are individual Christians, we are. We, we, you know, we've made that step of faith. But we are part of the church, the church of God, the people. And it's, and it's amazing, isn't it? We go wherever we, wherever we are across the world, we can meet with other believers who are similar. We are, you know, we are saved by grace, saved as we, as we will see this evening. We are saved by God's grace and his blood. But do we encourage one another? Do we encourage one another in, the, in what we're learning in, 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 the, in the ways we, we are going through different passages in, in, at Great Parks, do we, do we talk about that? Do we talk about that as we, as we walk out the, out the building or as we meet up during the week? Nehemiah told them of the gracious hand of God on his life. So that was very personal. Nehemiah told them of the gracious hand of God on his life. So that is personal to him. How, that is how God is working in his life. But it's encouraging, isn't it, when we, when we talk to each other and say you know, that God is working in my life in this and this and this. And we can, we can pray for each other as well, can't we? We can pray and help each other in that step of faith. Because the Christian faith isn't easy. It has its ups and downs, but you know, it, we are here as a church to encourage one another as we meet together and um, encourage one another in the, in the work that we do. We all, you know, we, we all do things here at Great Box, which is, is so great to see. And we all muck in and, and do things. But let's, let's encourage one another as we, as we do that together. So the final section is about um, the oppressors. And um, this is verses 19 and 20, which, which read, um, But when Sanballat the Horonite, Tobiah the Ammonite, 
official and Geshem the Arab heard about it, um, so heard about the, the rebuilding of the walls. Uh, they mocked and ridiculed us. What is this you are doing, they asked. Are you rebelling against the king? I answered them, saying, the God of heaven will give us success. We, his servant, will start rebuilding. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. So Sambalat, um, Tobiah and Geshem mocked and ridiculed Nehemiah and the, uh, the leaders who were for all working to, to rebuild the, the walls of Jerusalem. And there are other instances around how people were mocked um, in, in his word, um, such as the, as the account of Noah. Um, people didn't understand what Noah was doing, and they mocked and ridiculed him. We face mock, mocking and ridicule in this country, and to some extent it's, it, is, it is subtle. But we see it very much across the world, how uh, Christians are persecuted and mocked and ridiculed and even put to death for their faith. So we see various um, levels and various de- degrees of, um, of mocking and ridicule and, and persecution. But looking at this passage, how do we react to, to mocking and ridicule? What did Jesus say? Um, what, what did Jesus do? Um, in Isaiah 53, he, it says he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. When, when he, Jesus was before Pilate, it says that when he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. And, and then it goes on again in that passage, Jesus made no reply even to a single charge. So sometimes there are times where we need to keep silent. Sometimes there are times where we need to choose our words or choose our moments to speak. And in those times, we, you know, we need to rely on the Holy Spirit to work in us, to, to help us, to, to, to show us, you know, is this a time where we, we just keep silent, even though it's, it's very difficult? And we close our mouths and, and walk away. But there's also times where we need to really stand up for our faith. We need to say things, whether it's verbal or written or different things. But sometimes we do need to say things. So Nehemiah in this passage, he, he answered them. He answered them saying, the God of heaven will give us success. The God of heaven will give us success. So we will, we will face pressure. We will face mocking for our faith. And this will come more and more. This will come more and more for this church here in Paynton, where we need to stand up for our faith, stand up for what it says in, in God's word. We will face pressure more and more. We will face the, the mocking of our Christian faith. We need to keep to God's word to encourage one another. Again, going back to that word of encouragement. Encourage each other. Meet together. Meet together as often as you can. Philippians says this, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I press on doesn't mean it's easy doesn't mean it's easy but we press on towards the prize we trust in god we trust in the god of heaven we trust in the god of heaven that will give us success we are on the lord's side this brought to memory um, brought to mind um, a song that we sometimes sing probably haven't sung for a while um, and 
there's a couple of verses I'd like to read um, before we sort of conclude this, this message this evening. And um, one of the verses says this, well, two of the verses, sorry. It says this, fierce may be the conflict, strong may be the foe, but the king's own army none can overthrow. So we are in the king's own army, none can overthrow. Round his standard ranging, victory is secure. For his truth unchanging makes the triumph sure. Now we have a sure and certain hope in Christ Jesus, don't we? We have a sure hope in him. And we can hope for a lot of things in this world, but we only know that Jesus Christ is the only hope that we can rely on. The next verse says this. It says, chosen to be soldiers. Now, a lot of songs mention us Christians as being soldiers. Chosen to be soldiers in an alien land. Chosen, called, and faithful. We are chosen. We are called. We need to be faithful for our captain's band. In the service royal, let us not grow cold. Let us be right loyal noble true and bold some quite old it's quite an, i don't know how old this song is but you know some some really strong words in that isn't it really really strong words in that hymn about us being being soldiers about being noble about being true about being bold for our faith we will face persecution but we need to be together united as a, as a church united as a, as a group of believers here at Great Parks, united as a church as a whole. We are in the Lord's army. I'm gonna, I need to nearly start singing that, that children's song then. Um, let us not grow cold. Let us be li- right loyal, noble, true, and bold. If God is for us, who can be against us? So tonight we've looked at briefly, we've looked at ourselves, so looked at our attitude to, to how we serve God. We've looked at the others, so other, other believers, other Christians, how we can, can help one another, how we can encourage one another, how we can work together. We've also looked at oppression of, of, of reality, in a way, reality of, of, of the things that happen across the world and how we stand up for our faith. But as we conclude, just one question is, is what next? What next? Now, if you've still got your Bibles open, um, just the next chapter, um, chapter 3 of Nehemiah um, and verse 1, says that Eliashib, the high priest, and his fellow priests went to work and rebuilt the sheep gate. So with, with everything that Nehemiah did, with everything that happened in this passage about his, his attitude to serving God and the things that he did in, in encouraging other believers and in standing up for his faith, what was next? People got on with the job, in a way. And so do we. We need to get on with the task. We need to get on with going out and spreading the good news. We don't need to get on with building his kingdom, building his church. We do the work in a a God-honoring way, in encouraging one another and standing up for Jesus along the way. It's not easy, 
but we do it together, standing up for him. James 2 says this, probably quite a blunt verse. Um, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And that's direct, isn't it? That is a direct verse. Do not just be listeners to the, to the word of God. Do what it says. Apply it to our lives. Do, be faith in action in the things that you do, in the, in the people that you meet every day, whether they're Christians or not. People need, need, need to see something different in us, that we are Christians. We are, we are saved by grace. So we have an amazing privilege to do God's work. And that's what it is, isn't it? It's an amazing privilege to do his work and to be servants of the living God. To be servants of the living God. So let's do it with fervor. Let's do it with passion. Let's do it with vigor. All bringing glory and honor to God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you again for your word. We thank you, Lord, that um, you can teach us so much about yourself and about how we need to, to live our lives or to, to do things that are, are God-honoring. And we are sorry, Lord, that sometimes, or probably many times, Lord, that we fail you and, and don't do things in, in the right way or say things in the right way. But, Lord, help us to be a church that's united. Help us to be a church that's encouraging and help us to be a church that stands up truly for your word, that stands up for your, your word of truth that says, yes, we do face persecution, but we will not back down because you are king of kings and you went to that cross and died for me on that cross at Calvary. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs>